0: Well, hello everyone. I am Brian, and today is Saturday, April thirtieth, twenty twenty-two, and this is episode ninety-five of the Lots Project Podcast, and it is titled "Coffee with Brian." And today we are featuring Matt Derosier of Farm Hop Life. Um, yeah, weekly Saturday morning uh, interview show. We kind of target hour and hour and a half, so uh, really excited to talk to Matt this morning as we are kind of on a similar path. Uh, he and his family, we will talk about this, but uh, yeah, they want to go farm hopping and uh, and helping some people out. So we're going to talk about his background, what kind of got him into uh, this idea, and uh, yeah, where they're going from here. So excited to talk about that. Uh, after the show, I got a ton to do this weekend, guys. I, uh, I got to make some edits to our online shop. I'm adding a few uh, coffee packages, so uh, keep an eye out for that. I'm hoping to get it done this weekend. And uh, yeah, I'll blast it out there when I get it done. Uh, I got uh, I got to get that newsletter done that I totally spaced on, didn't have it on my calendar, was supposed to go out a few days ago. Uh, That is now on my calendar to get done by the end of the weekend. And I have multiple reminders to get next month's done on time. So I'm not a slacking jerk oh yeah and then after that i gotta dig comfrey tomorrow we are getting a ton of rain today but i think we'll still be all right i think there'll be enough time and uh, be able to get out there and dig it and get it get it on its way for everyone that has ordered so far i apologize for the wait, but you know you gotta deal with mother nature so uh yeah we'll see how she goes and uh big exciting news yesterday we finally were able to uh, get the slides out on the camper we are getting that uh Getting that uh, kind of fixed up, our little projects we need to do before we want to move in and get on the road again. uh, We were able to uh, get it open and uh, yeah, walk through. So, I think after this video, I'm going to head out and do a walk through, kind of show what we have, uh, what we've done so far, and uh, yeah, what we got to do before we move in. And uh, yeah, just Kind of a base layer heading into the spring after we shut her down for the winter. We've had it closed for six months and uh, yeah, didn't look bad when we opened it up. But uh, yeah, a little walk around and uh, and just a touch base. And I should be able to release that video sometime this afternoon, this evening or uh, yeah, by the end of the weekend, hopefully. Um, yeah. So look for that. Uh, yeah. Other than that, um, yeah, prepping the house to uh, get that sold and listed. And yeah good morning martinson family thanks for joining us this morning if you are over on float um i do not have that chat open i was uh, pulling it up on my phone and for some reason it wasn't auto refreshing so um yeah if you want to uh, get your chat or any questions for matt or myself during the show and you're on facebook youtube twitch uh those come directly to me if you're over on float i will not be able to see it um so, uh, hold on here. My notes kind of covered up my screen. yeah with that, I am excited to bring on uh, uh, Matt from uh, Farm Hop Life. And uh, hey, Matt, how's it going? Welcome to Coffee with Brian.
1: Thanks, Brian. It's good to be here. I uh, just to kick off right away, I first heard you on Toolman Tim's show. And after I uh, after I listened to that, I got so excited, to, like, text my wife, like, a uh, link, like, you got to listen to this guy. He's me. He's doing what we want to do. And so I was, like, super
0: excited about.
1: Uh, yeah, that's,
0: that's cool. Like I started following you on, I think, Float was the first place I saw you. And because um, I was doing that uh, fire hose thing uh, where you see all. And I was like, FarmHop. And it took me a while to put it together. I was following you before I actually realized what the name meant, kind of what you were going with. And uh, following your posts and watching the pictures. And all of a sudden, it all clicked. And I was like, huh. <laughs> I should reach out to this dude and talk to him because we're kind of the same people around this Yeah, same it's kind of but... spooky. <laughs> but anyway, uh people uh in my audience might not know you. Um, can you introduce yourself and kind of give a little bit of a background of uh of where you've been, where you're going, uh, and kind of come up to what you got going on with Farm Hop life? We'll uh, cut her off there and we'll then we'll get into uh into what about what farm hop life is.
1: Yeah, sure. So uh I am a Minnesota native. Uh, since 15 years old, I've bounced around from job to job. I barely graduated from a private high school, uh, dropped out of college twice, uh, and I, I ended up woofing to Montana just to for like a reset. That was for like six weeks. Uh, went back. Is to that Minnesota. is that working?
0: Is that the working on organic farm? Is that, mm-hmm. is that what you're talking about? How'd you yep, like yep. it?
1: It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was hard work. I mean, it's Montana, and I started, like, November 1st. And so, ah. uh, it, like, 60-mile-an-hour winds were, like, a norm there. And uh, so. Yeah, was, we, came, I mean, we came
0: back from Squatch Fest, where we went out. Uh, the trip out and back was there at the end of October in the beginning of November. And with the camper on those uh, two-lane roads out in Montana, holy shit, the wind was bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, one day her knuckles were just like sore from holding the steering wheel it was yeah it was crazy so i could only imagine working in it every day out there
1: right yeah i bet uh if you're driving back uh going like through livingston or whatever like it'll uh i bet that's like that little it's like a wind tunnel there Any time we're <laughs> we're coming in and out of yellowstone like this this 20 miles of road kind of sucks no matter what you're driving <laughs> yeah
0: well we wanted, in the truck the scenic, we wanted to take the like the scenic more scenic route so we were kind of we sure. weren't on a major highway and we were hopping from blm land to blm land so we're on these two lanes coming up over the ridges and in the in the in the valleys and it's like as soon as you came past that peak it was like whoosh, whoosh. and then you went yeah. behind another another structure or something and it just like calmed down and just, yeah it was it was pretty crazy i felt bad for her. i'll be like sitting in the passenger seat going, you need me to take over she's like no no <laughs> she's like yeah i put some hair she, on her she loves dad. driving she can't she can't ride so like i got it easy i just sit in the passenger seat and dick around on my phone and stuff <laughs> yeah so uh, anyway so you're woofing out in montana and then uh, then kind of how did things go
1: so i moved back because i you know it's not paid or whatever and i ran out of money um <laughs> And uh, so I moved back, I got into construction as a carpenter. And then in 2016, um, my now wife and I moved out to uh, Montana. And, you know, there's like, um, the year we moved here, there was, uh, we had a deal with um, some cancer of hers that showed up, you know, like, uh, got a new job, got to get new health insurance. So then you got to have, like, you know, your standard physical or whatever. And so had, like, the whole camp, like, thankfully it was, like, surgical. You found
0: out through, you found out through like, a pre-skiing physical for uh, health insurance?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Like, hey, just to get established. And so, like, it's it's kind of a pain in the ass, like, when you have to go do those things. Um, you know, oh, I don't want to take a physical, but, like, oh, it's required. And, like, sometimes...
0: Yeah. It's worth it, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's crazy. That's uh, probably thankful for that, and yeah, uh, and able, to, able to catch it when you did because, yeah, that kind of stuff festers and doesn't turn out well,
1: yeah. To catch it and get it removed with surgery, uh, instead of doing any chemo or any of that junk is nice. super, super great. And so, so yeah, if we hadn't moved to Montana, it we might not have caught it at all because it's very aggressive form, right. and Thankfully, uh, with that surgery, we're we're still allowed to have children, and so like our our first son, Milo, like even her like OB and um, her oncologist are like, oh, the little miracle baby's here. <laughs> so like, uh, so then after after being in Montana for a year, uh, I got into an electrical apprenticeship, and that's what I'm doing now. But after five years, I'm dropping the apprenticeship to pursue just better life worth living and helping others while traveling with my family. So
0: you yeah. got to be close, don't you? Five years. Uh, so
1: is- <laughs> it's four years or 8000 hours plus right. work. So the coursework is what's killing me. Uh, even even in um, one of my technical colleges that I went to, I went for electric Uh, electronics not electrical but there's enough of an overlap where I got like 12 of the 14 books just like checked off like hey you don't like (laughs) and I still like and I'm still not getting like dude if you ever had to try to read uh like the code book the national electric code oh yeah it's awful it is so terrible it's the worst book
0: yeah, That's one of my one of my uh, maintenance jobs I had actually had you uh, register as a unlicensed registered electrician. And then they had journeymen and masters on staff. So you were accumulating work hours just by coming to work. And uh, they would run you. That was one of the benefits of the job is after that many hours, uh, they would actually pay you to do the coursework and get your journeyman because then they could hire more non registered right. or non-licensed registered. And so I did that for a while. It was a horrible job. So I, I left, but that was, that was, that would have been a nice, uh nice perk of that was just gaining all that apprenticeship and, uh, and grabbing that uh, journeyman's before I took off. But yeah, that was, it was supposed to be like four, yeah, four or five years of uh 40 hour a week. And I was just like, nah, it's not worth it. i will figure it out somewhere else.
1: Yeah. It's, I, what I've come to realize, is like trying to read the code book, because you need to re up every two years, even after you get your journeyman's, you have to do like, renewed education, whatever. Um, I, my comprehension in that book absolutely sucks. And so I it's like, um, it'd be like, hey, I can play music, like, you know, I can play the piano, I've got an okay rhythm, I know the keys. I can't read music though. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) if you can't read music as a pianist, you're kind of (laughs) screwed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're making it up on the fly or doing it by ear. Yeah. You're kind of, you're kind of messed up. Um, yeah i i have enough of that electrical knowledge though yes to to be dangerous like to do what i need to do i i rewired two mm-hmm. rooms of the house and and did all my solar system and everything on the campers, so if that experience is there and knowing the practical the practical hands-on skills is super valuable and you know you get into a situation where codes don't matter then you're you're pretty freaking valuable as a carpenter and an electrician so i think so but, yeah yeah i mean it's it, hard skills like right now i'm kind of I'm sitting on that and uh, really thankful that I've had all the different jobs I've had in the different industries of the hard skills and then add on the homesteading stuff because it really, yeah, it kind of brings you a value in situations where, you know, stuff goes sideways and you got to make some money. I I did an episode on resumes, uh, my my resume earlier this week, I think. I listened to that. uh, yeah. I forgot a bunch of stuff. Like I couldn't believe I forgot all the times that like I got laid off or fired or whatever was in between work. And I would go to Craigslist and just do whatever like people mm-hmm. want to, people want you to do shit for them. Like T- tool man, Tim's made a, made a, made a whole business out of that handyman doing stuff that people don't want to do. Um, and that's that was my go-to when I would when I would get laid off. It was like go to Craigslist, put an ad, uh, looking to looking to do household chores, handyman work, whatever for cash and i collect my own show oh, no don't say that i would never collect my unemployment and work for cash under the table there's not something i would ever do think of or <laughs> um but yeah you like recommend yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 don't do not cheat the unemployment system um i haven't been on it in quite a while so i think statute of limitations is up but <laughs> anyway so. uh, let's get back to farm op life so what is it? What is what is Farm Hop Life? You're Matt DeRosher from Farm Hop Life. Uh, give me. Oh, yeah. Before that, let me let me ask you one thing. I really sure. liked your answer to uh, on my intake form. It says, "What does living outside the systems of control mean to you?" Because you know it means something different to everybody, and they're coming to the show from all different angles. And I loved your answer. So if you just want to give that answer, and then we'll dive into what uh, what Farm Hop Life is.
1: I don't even remember what I wrote because I ah, rewrote my oh, notes yo, all the time.
0: Hold on, I will I will bring it up. Um it was uh f- oh, hold on one second.
1: That's okay. I I've got I've got some. So you know there's lots of systems of control, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. But
1: oh, yeah, I'm going to bump that mic too much. Uh so like news, money, politics, like a job, you know, like it's amazing that anything even works. Like I was driving down the road last week and I'm like, I don't know how anything is held together here. Like th- it's amazing that, you know, we can just exchange like numbers in bank accounts or like just stupid little pieces of paper. And like every, everybody's okay with this. Like, like th- like this vehicle has value, but this stupid piece of paper in my hand doesn't have any value. Like my labor is value. But again, like I get paid in this stupid paper. Like it's, it's incredible that you know we actually have a functioning society you know functioning right um but the the system of control i'm trying to exit the most is lifestyle so like the 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 song that came out recently by dirt by jordan
0: davis i don't know if you ever heard it it's uh, it's on the country station uh, nah, I, I, I turned off country uh, after Eric Church's second album. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you might have to listen to this one. It ain't bad. So, like, it's, you know, basically, you know, buy a little piece of property and, like, that's what that's what life is. And, um, you know, it all there's like a, a verse in the chorus where it's like, you know, it all goes by real quick. You know it makes me like even my not even two-year-old sings like bye dirt and it's it's pretty cute mm-hmm. but man i can't right. get help but like choked up every time i hear that song because like i want to spend as much time as possible with him and you know baby on the way like right uh you know they for like it being like a dad you you what the, what do they say like you only have like 18 summers with your kid right this is summer number two for me so they're 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 coming they're getting knocked out pretty quick and i just want to like dude it breaks my heart every time i step out that door and like he's like waving waving by like i gotta go to work (laughs) like this this is killing me here you know
0: yeah (laughs) Corey and i are the same way like i found I found my soulmate in her like we we are one of those couples that if we spent every minute together we wouldn't get sick of each other we just like road trips and all that were always down the forefront and it's like I'm spending 40 hours a week or 60 hours a week or whatever away from this person yeah. why are I figuring out how to do something with her to spend my time with her and also be making that living or have to spend less time away like you said lifestyle like why the hell do I need all the shit I have? We, we had that, that moment when we looked at our house and went, we got a 1400 square foot farmhouse for th- the two of us and the three dogs. Like, why are we paying to heat it? Why are we paying to like, we need to figure this shit out. We need to go smaller and minimize. And uh, yeah, that I I'm okay with living below the poverty line. And as long mm-hmm. as I'm happy, you know, the poverty line is something that they've established. It doesn't mean that I can't live for less than that and be very right. happy. So, um, yeah i i'm cool with that but i found your quote found what you had wrote in and uh you said tell yourself i deserve the life i want to live and then work backwards from there and it's 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 really akin to like uh jack Spearco's kind of lifestyle design and um and his philosophy i think he had like a, a eight eight step process or something i remember mm-hmm. uh going through where yeah you asked yourself all the questions and you got the answer, and then you figured out how to get to the answer. And that that kind of really rings true with the statement. So I, I definitely feel that and, and uh, loved it when I when I read that. So but it's actually anyway.
1: Jack's fault that I'm doing this. Uh, <laughs> me, me too. <laughs> so dude, I must have heard him say it like a hundred times, you know, you deserve the life you want to live, type of thing. And it all it all, like all starts with the mindset. So for for people that want the quick and dirty. Paint a vibrant picture of the life you want to be living. Like, I mean, as detailed as possible. So, like, for me, it's, um, I want to be able to travel more. Like, my wife and I are big fans of The Amazing Race. And so, like, oh, that place is cool. Oh, we should go there. Oh, that's amazing. You know, even just places inside, like, our own country. Like, I haven't even seen, like, 0.01% of this country you know i mean nothing next to nothing and so i want to be able to experience that um and meet people all like all across this country um eventually the world that would be cool but let's let's start let's (laughs) start locally right and there's uh, a lot of
0: land out there to cover uh, yeah i just want
1: to i just want to go exploring like so so like, how do you make that work? Right. So that's the problem solving thing. Like, okay, what can I be doing? What do I like to do that allows me to do this thing that I really want to do? So,
0: wow. It's like, I'm talking to myself, (laughs) right? (laughs) It's kind of weird. But uh, yeah. So farm hop life, you, you kind of set the goal to, Go and travel. That's what you want to do. That's your lifestyle. So this is the the project you started to get there, right? Hmm. Nice, nice, nice. So we uh, so the idea did that. Did it kind of just sit there and uh, and develop? Did it develop it all? Was it just an aha moment? Uh, what you're doing? What are your plans? What are your plans with Farm Hop Life? What is uh, what it? Kind of describe it for us.
1: So next summer. 2023 uh i'm loading up the family into an rv to basically help other homesteaders uh we need more people growing food we need decentralized producers like this is this is getting insane the centralized food system and you know we've again not sure how it's been working so far like it's kind of a miracle that it has been but it's all really fallen apart like suddenly then or gradually then suddenly right um and so i it people just need help just getting things going or maintained or expanding and so we're gonna just record the journey and make that our niche it's kind of like far, uh homestead rescue without the drama <laughs> and
0: yeah and i i i had already checked out before any of that stuff came on and i saw that i saw that name and like we kind of checked out a TV right around the beginning of bar rescue, like season one, season two. And I was like, I saw homestead rescue and I'm like, Oh God, (laughs) it's gotta be similar. Like they don't, it ain't bad. Yeah. (laughs) So I did, I didn't miss anything, not seeing it.
1: (laughs) I don't know the, the characters, like it's very amped up for TV. It's pretty obvious, but like uh, the main characters like, they're all from Alaska and, he's always yelling in his excavator and so i always gotta whenever we're watching i'm like pay attention please <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jesus. oh man oh oh god <laughs> yeah as
1: far as reality tv like
0: it's one of the better ones yeah yeah I, i've I've totally checked out of everything. Like people yeah. you go to, like uh, hanging out with coworkers or something. And they're like, oh, oh yeah. Did you see this on that? And I'm like, what? <laughs> no. Or yeah. that's still on. Cause it's been over a decade since I've been watching shit. And like, I, that was on when I was, I thought, I think survivors still on like, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, but Anyway. So, so he came up with this plan to kind of to hop around. I love the name. Like, when I put it together, I, I was telling you before that I read it and I just kind of glossed over it. It like, all of a sudden I put two and two together. I'm like, Oh, all right. Yep. Yep. That's cool.
1: <laughs> Farm hop life is a lot easier to remember than Matt DeRozier. Like I'm just a, like, it's just an, I'm just a name. Like no one gives a, gives a crap who I am. Right. Yep. But like, if you can put like two or three simple <laughs> words together, like, that might stick a little bit better is kind of what I was thinking, and it's catchy, it's catchy of...
0: too. And it, it, yeah, it's all around. It was all around a good choice for sure. So thanks. So you you decided you decided to do this, um, and you got you have one, you have a son right now, and another on the way, and mm-hmm. a wife, any mm-hmm. pets? Uh, no, we we had a dog that makes it easier.
1: Yeah, for now, right? We we had a dog for like a week and my 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 wife broke out into hives. Oh
0: no. Um, yeah. When
1: when the dog licked her arm and so that that we had mm. to return. It was too bad. It was it was an awesome dog, but Oh man. <laughs> um yeah, just just going to be the four of us. And the other thing I was thinking about is I'm not sure if people will really want outside like pets or animals coming onto their property if that like hey, you know, I don't know what your dog's carrying or you guys were just at this other farm. I don't want their junk here or, yep. you know, your I'm not sure what your dog's like attitude is, mentality, like I don't want it nipping at my cows or my sheep or whatever.
0: So Yep. Oh um, yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah, we were so I have um I have, like, Homestead Consulting. Like, I'm willing to do it and everything, but it's it's more of I'm trying to push that uh, that raw acreage development just for that mm-hmm. reason because it's tough. It's tough to find somebody that's like, yeah, bring your three St. Bernards with you. I mean, a- although they are always on lead or I don't let them run and and all that, we keep them under control, but, it's like, nobody knows that. Nobody's – unless they've interacted right. with them. So, yeah, that kind of, like, really – Really, uh, pigeonholes your your available people that you're willing to help, unless you're staying off site and helping them. So, and yeah, there is that. So, finding hip camps can be hard too, uh, that allow three pets. And then, even the ones that allow three pets, you put three pets and then you start chatting with them. We're like, Yeah, it's three St. Bernards. are like, Oh, in a camper,
1: <laughs> yeah. So, it's like three more people.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, well, like we really had to to dial in the weight of the dogs like it was something that we had to consider with like gross vehicle weight and all that is like we have okay so 170 160 and 140 and that's a significant amount of weight just in dog <laughs> and plus their food so yeah it was it was. Definitely... you could brush them
1: yeah. and shed another 50 pounds
0: yeah they yeah that's for sure for sure we definitely take off a dog every time we brush them so right. so you got the four of you. You're gonna go into. You're gonna go into a camper. Um, what the What the wife have to say? Was she part of this decision, or was was this kind of like your crazy idea? And you had to break it to her and uh, and and convince her. Or how'd that go down?
1: Absolutely, 100%. My crazy idea, and <laughs> I did have to convince her, and it was quite quite a shock to her at first. Cause like when we moved to Montana, like this is like. Right now, what we have, like, this is what we always talked about. Uh, having a homestead, you know, having some acreage, awesome views. You know, this is like where we wanted to be forever. Like, and now she's like, and and you want to change this? Like, this is, she's like, sorry, I'm just like, I'm going to need some time to think about this. Like, this is like, you know, you've been working so hard to get us to a certain point, And you just want to like, nope let's pivot. I'm going to do something else. And how it all like kind of started is, you know, I'm trying to get stuff done around here. And I've got not if they were half finished projects, I'd be happy about that. They're like 10% (laughs) projects, right? I was thinking if I could have somebody else helping me here, how much further could I be? And why can't I be that guy for other people? I should be so I was I was helping a buddy uh about 25 minutes away last summer and I was just thinking like how how could I live here? <laughs> like how can I do? He's got like 116 acres and uh he's got he just stocked his the pond with like 500 trout <laughs> that he has and uh, I went I went uh, deer and elk hunting on his property last fall and uh, it was pretty sweet so I'm just like, how can I, how would I live Great. here? And so this is kind of like the wheels really got turned. then like, how can I have like this, but also be able to travel and blah, blah, blah. So it's just kind of just, you know, get that, get that machine turning, man. And so, it, you know, she, Katie came on board with some like reluctancy. She's like, so what are we, you know, then that came with like, what are we going to do with the house? What are we going to do with the kids? What are we, you know, what are you going to do about your job?
0: Give the kids away. Just
1: give the kids away. <laughs> nah. Nah. I like my kids. Even um, even the one that ain't here yet, I like them already. Yeah, it kind of happens that way, doesn't it? Right. Especially when they look just like you. You're like,
0: you're all right. <laughs> Mini-me's. Mini-me's. Right. So, so you convinced her. Um, how, when, how long have you been planning? Because, yeah, we've been at this for like going on two and a half years, like getting this in, in the process and, uh, how long, how long have you been working at it? So the
1: idea came up last summer, 2021. And, uh, I did, I did a farm my very, I think it was my very first YouTube video was a farm tour of my buddy Joe's place. And man, that first video took me like weeks to edit because I couldn't find (laughs) like, like, I I couldn't find a good, like video editing program. And plus, like the learning curve on top of that, like, this should just like, this isn't new to me. Like, I haven't edited videos in like a couple of years. But you know, like, it should work this way. It should be fluid, blah, blah, blah. And so so that kind of started. Then I interviewed him. And then the first of this year, um, I was like, I really got to I really got to start cranking out more content. Uh, I don't know if you listen to Gary V at all. Uh, you can take him or leave him. But like, you know, be, just it's content, content, really. content.
0: Yeah. I don't really listen as much as read his, read his quotes. His one-off quotes are fantastic. Like just really make you think. So yeah, Yeah, I definitely definitely know the, the motivation you're talking about from Gary.
1: Yeah. So, you know, love him or hate him, you know, just basically he kicks you in the ass to just be producing content. And so, you know, I started just posting stuff that I was doing. I'm like, I'm doing like next to nothing. Like there's what do I post? You know, like, as this is halfway interesting i guess i'll post that uh so i started i started uh you know interviewing other people and getting involved online and i'm like an ariel so i i uh i threw up like a thing late last year hey i'm wanting to interview homesteaders and she was like the first one to email me back and she was my first interview. So that was she's, like my first, fantastic. you know, doing this. She, yeah, she is. That was, awesome. that was a
0: good one to start with for sure. Like uh, right? I had another, like I had Tim. Tim was my first interview. How hard is it to interview Toolman Tim? Like the right. guy basically interviews himself. So it was pretty, <laughs> pretty fantastic <laughs> <him>. to uh, <laughs> start yeah. with. So yeah, Ariel, Ariel's fantastic. I've been following her for quite a, some time on socials and uh, having her on last week was fun. Yeah, she's, she's, she's really cool. So she's gotta be she's kinda up in your well, you're in Montana. How far are you away from her? About seven hours. Seven. So yeah. not too bad. <laughs> if we end up
1: going to like uh the Tetons or something like that, I could probably message her and be like, Hey, so you wanna drop a pin? Or I guess she doesn't have a smartphone, so it'd be like, Can you text me your GPS card and answer? Yeah,
0: yeah. Email yeah, me yeah. or
1: something, yeah. I can come find you and <laughs>
0: Yeah, that blew my mind when you were talking about uh, no growing zone there. Like, that is yeah. just killing frost all year round. I'm like, what a – Like, I'm thinking about leaving Minnesota, like, feeling sorry for myself because how cold and all this shit. And she says that. I'm like,
1: <sighs> okay, yeah, <laughs> you can have right.
0: it. <laughs> you can have it. And oh, as far yeah. as,
1: uh, you know, timing on, like, getting started, you, you've you had – I People always say, like, I had a lot of jobs. You have definitely outdone me in number of jobs. So you know what I'm talking about when you say, like, you know that feeling you get at your job, just like, this ain't for me anymore. Like, I gotta do something else. Like, I if I don't have a plan on the next step forward, I'm just gonna end up quitting. Like two weeks would be like my you two know, day notice. I'm like, not working
0: for you today anymore. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like I haven't heard that one before. That's funny.
0: Yeah, I had, a, had a buddy that uh, actually was a technician with me at this current job and he went to another job. He sent me a TikTok the one day. It was this guy was like calling his boss and he's like, Yep, got a vision problem this morning. Don't see myself working for you anymore. So here's my two-day notice. I don't work for you anymore as of today. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> That's fantastic. I gotta throw That's that one good. in the pocket because I'm I'm definitely one to use that. So Right. But yeah, I definitely, I, yeah, I know, I know exactly the feeling you're talking about. Um, I get a rush, I get endorphin release from learning new shit. Uh, Mm -hmm. so going into a new industry, even if it's the same genre, like maintenance or whatever, uh, service technician, as long as it's a new product, a new technology or something like that, I really get ingrained into it and I can ignore all the bullshit of the being an employee, um, I don't do well with being an employee because stupid decisions and me having to deal with the consequences don't go hand in hand. Like I am a, if I'll make a decision, I'm more than happy to suffer the consequences. But when people make decisions and I have to have a harder day or bullshit go roll downhill to me. Then once I don't have that endorphin rush of learning the new systems, all that stuff starts eating at me. And it's usually three to five years like I'm in the, like I get up to speed in that first 60 months to a year, then master it. And then I got to fucking go. Like it's just, yeah. sad. So yeah. So I'm like you, when you were talking about looking for that life you want, and I'm looking for that ever changing position where I'm the only one suffering the consequences of my decisions. And yeah, that's, that's kind of the, the direction I went and Yeah. So it makes sense. Like, yeah, that was, that was the, the, yeah, your quote when uh, living outside the system is, is just kind of finding that life you want and getting there and not worrying about what the, what the hell is going on elsewhere. What difference does it Mm -hmm.
1: make?
0: It's pretty freeing.
1: It is. It is absolutely freeing, but to, to kind of come back to convincing Katie she's like, okay, we need a plan. Like, cause I'm like knowing, like, like feeling like I'm feeling Right, this is this is not gonna last. My time here is limited, and I need to let my employer know, like, hey, like <laughs> as soon as possible, right? Because I don't want to burn this bridge. Like, I kinda am gonna be leaving. <laughs> so, yeah, Mike, Mike so, keeps
0: asking me when I'm leaving, and I'm like, Wait, really? Yeah. I'll let you know.
1: <laughs> Are you serious?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I just, I just keep, I don't know. I don't know the date I'm leaving. So I just sure. keep telling them. And, and with service work and everything, like there's always work for me to do. So it's not like, and the, it's a revolving door. It's a, it's a, it's kind of an, uh, you can go into it as an entry level position. So. Okay. It's like, I'm easily, re- not. I mean, I four years experience is tough to replace today, but like hiring someone that can go mm-hmm. through the training is, it is what it is so they're happy to have me as long as i i i'm willing to work so they just keep asking me when so when are you planning on taking off i'm like well i'm going to tennessee for two weeks um either i can turn my van in before i leave or i can come back and keep working if i'm coming back (laughs) (laughs) like when when you're willing to walk away it's easy to request time off (laughs)
1: Yeah right.
0: So what size rig are you moving into? That's this is what uh, this is intriguing to me because I'm on the on the RV side too. But what right. what do you what kind of setup you got?
1: So here's the thing: we don't know yet. <laughs> so <laughs> so nice. budget being budget con- conscious, uh, we're gonna next next summer we're gonna sell my wife's car, and the truck is already paid off it's a half ton it's uh it's an f-150 with a tow package so like it makes it challenging like i i listened to your video about you know the truck versus the camper like people do it backwards where they buy the truck and then get a camper to fit like that mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense to buy the camper first buy the camper that you want and buy the truck to fit like that makes a lot of sense but prices are just stupid right now. Like I don't care if I could, you know, sell my truck right now for what I paid for it 6 years ago. Um I ain't getting another one that's that good. Like
0: yeah, we we ended up with uh what 2010 2011 truck just right. It it was one of those we trust our mechanic here. We've been using them for eight years he's been nothing but good to us never screwed us over and everything that we were going to buy we just brought to him and said okay here's the price tell me what it needs to be solid mm-hmm. we don't give a shit what it looks like it's got rust on the tailgate it's got all that she like almost better for us because we just like to kind of blend in i don't need a flashy you know ninety thousand dollar truck and we took it to him and said how much to get into it like to be solid cause it's going to be our only vehicle and we're going to be pulling our fucking house with it. So <laughs> we kind of, we kind of have to have it reliable, but we were able to pick up a 2011 that we've been happy with. We dumped a little money into it, but for the mm-hmm. price we got it, it just all made sense. And, uh, yeah, so it was kind of just feeling it out, but we needed the space for like the dogs and, right. and the fact that we're taking everything we own with us. And, and so, yeah, we were kind of talking about that before, um, are you are you keeping a home base because we're we're wavering on that and you got a little more time so i i kind of like where you're at where you can kind of feel out where this bullshit goes um because mm-hmm. it seems like it's on a teetering point like we're on a teeter-totter like it's gonna go sideways it's not gonna go sideways everything's gonna kind of be shitty for a while but not real shitty um so you have a time to like play that out a little bit uh, right we, we are in flux whether we want to just buy something buy a home base we know we don't want to be in minnesota so buy a home base somewhere else and then if we never use it for a homestead because we find something else then we just own a piece of property so that's kind of where we're at And, and and you're kind of you're kind of in flux whether you want to keep a home base where you're at or what you want to do too i think
1: yeah so i had to convince katie that it's gonna be okay me putting in my notice uh i would have liked to have given more notice uh, but she needed more convincing first, which is, you know, it's fair. It's a big jump. Like we got a family, you know, <laughs> like so, so I, I talked, she was worried that if I gave notice that I'd get, I'd get fired. She's like, well, if they're gonna be leaving, why would they keep you? I'm like, cause I'm employee three. Like it's the dad, the son and me. like when a third of your workforce is gone like you're like you're putting yourself in a really tricky spot especially with today's labor market like i don't mean to be like in a power position that's just how it is right
0: yeah that i think that's that's helping me too with this flux and you Mm -hmm. know we've we've been down two technicians for eight months and You know, there's no applications coming in that want to work for how much we make and the work we do. So if I'm willing to come back from my vacation and give them another couple of weeks, they're more than happy to take it. So that year notice, too, that's a that's a big change, um, I think, when you can tell them, hey, I'm giving you a year to prepare to figure this out because I got to take off. It's more of a respect thing then oh yeah then, uh, hey i'm gonna be gone in two uh two weeks and yeah, it's basically a like a minimum f you yeah that knee jerk oh well you're fired What what's a two weeks gonna what difference is i can't hire somebody and train them in in two weeks but a mm-hmm. year hey man thanks like keep us posted like yeah that's what i did it was it was like six months before we were planning on, we were trying to leave last fall Uh, didn't quite make it, so I gave that six-month notice, and I was like, hey, in six months, I think I'm taking off, blah, 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 and they're like, okay, we'll just keep us updated, and then when it got closer, I was like, yeah, it's going to be spring at the latest, and they're like, oh, great, you will work through the winter. (laughs) I'm like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm yeah oh so picking out a camper do you have ideas what you want to do are you doing like a a total off-grid package like we uh like we did here are you planning on uh, being able to hook up at at different farms or what what kind of your goals with uh, traveling around
1: right so given that the truck's already paid off we're gonna have to fit a camper to the size of the truck which makes it tricky but you know Got to stick to a budget. Otherwise, just like, wh- where does it end? You know, oh, you know, I bought a used truck and a used camper, 100 grand for, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, stupid. So, oh, for sure, my wife's really into, into like the renovation RV thing. Like, man, with like, uh if you bought like a $15,000 $15, trailer, probably be like a 2005, give or take. Um, Yep. For about $15,000, put about five grand into the renovations. Like they look like little apartments on wheels. Like, like not oh, yeah. as nice as like a tiny home, like Ariel lives in because, you know, insulation windows, uh, all that, but it's also not, you know, 20,000
0: pounds, right? Yep. Yep. And, <laughs> well, like and with a... your background in electrical and carpentry, you're, uh, you're well suited to do that, to do that right? renovation um you understand the concepts and and stuff like that so it's yeah that's that's kind of the way we went we bought used um big enough like we went we looked at all the different models and um all the different layouts and slides and fifth wheels and blah blah down the list and yeah we just ended up wanting to go bumper pull for a variety of different reasons and we bought the mm-hmm. biggest one we could pull like because we had to have all our stuff and then just played with weight going forward and tore a shitload of stuff out to make more room and Mm -hmm. now we look at it and we're like we have a ton of room like i was saying in the intro we opened it up yesterday we went back in so it's empty like we pulled everything out of it because we didn't want to deal with mice or freezing and that when we got winterized we pulled everything out and uh we walked in there we're like wow we got a lot of space so we're living in two rooms of our house right now Corey and i and the three dogs are in like two rooms of the house because we were just like what's the point of Putting all the shit away in the house, and uh yeah, so going back into there, it's like we're gonna actually get more room. <laughs> we're moving into a camp yeah. more room. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, so that's gonna be tricky. uh Just finding a an RV on our budget's gonna be tricky. Like, there's all these, you know, parking lots. I guess like from from where we live to Missoula, that you know, it's basically like park and sell type type areas. Oh. And one of them's like, you know, half of it's cars and trucks. And the other half is like RVs. I'm like, whoa, cool. And like one of them I saw was like an Arctic Fox. And so like we were, we drove up to Missoula and like, we'll just check it out on the way back. By the time we got back that afternoon, gone. Yeah. Like it's just sells like super quick. And which it probably wouldn't have worked out anyways, because I saw another one uh, south of us. And I so I called the dealership because it was on like a dealer lot. I'm like, hey, how much for that Arctic Fox? They're like, it's sold, but it was listed listed for fifty four thousand. I'm like, yeah, never mind.
0: Yeah, <laughs> can, can afford yeah, it anyways. They're spendy. I've heard they're worth it, but yeah, yeah, bendy. If you want to be in the cold and you don't want to uh, just burn through a lot of fuel, heating and stuff. That's a wood right. stove, man. If you end up if you end up uh, wanting to be anywhere uh, borderline cold, that wood stove it just takes it takes the chill off and it really just saves on uh, the propane so
1: i'm 100 doing that which is glad like i'm glad i found you because i'm just gonna <laughs> rip off absolutely everything you're doing for and sure doing that like wood stove
0: awesome uh composting toilet gonna do it like yeah for sure for that that one was like we came in so everybody's like oh composting toilet outhouse blah 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 all this uh so going back in time and i was like Man, we came back from our trip and we went came back into the house and I was like this is gross. Like <laughs> I was you I was shitting water? in a bucket. <laughs> I was shitting in a bucket and I came back into the house with in, with a septic system and running water and I'm like, man, this is gross.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah.
0: What primitive. a waste. What a waste on the water is just absolutely unbelievable. so. Yeah, when we settle down, if we settle down, when we settle down, we're probably that I, I want to find some place where I don't need a septic because I don't want one. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need it. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of
1: places goes. you might just need like septic approval. Yeah. And then that's it. You don't actually have to install it.
0: Yeah, I saw something in in Tennessee is like a state law that uh, property needs n- property needs septic, but it's very rarely enforced in the majority of the mm. counties. And I'm like, ah, I hate that. I hate that someday could be enforced right. type of stuff. So yeah, here's some new dickhead I, inspector.
1: Like oh, I'm gonna make a name for myself. Watch out know. for Mister
0: Whatever. I'm gonna go Whatever. clean up all these hillbillies out in the woods doing their own thing. And yeah, so. I don't are you know. Sure you so, want to take that risk, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You might you might not have a job or a uh, uh, yeah you a might just body. Away. <laughs> oh so so um you so your plans are kind of still up in the air and you're figuring it out. Um do you do you have a, an idea of how long you want to do it or uh Were people
1: ask and just to like give them an answer. I basically just say like, yeah, we're going to try to do it for one year minimum. Just like, ideally, just do it forever, right? You know, the kind of change your mentality, like forever. for almost like up until like last year, kind of this year. I was like, I had the mindset of like, damn, man, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to work until I'm 70 or beyond. And now, like, if I can like pull this off successfully, I get to do this into my 70s. You know what I mean? Like, think about like these, like, uh, who's that ex-president that's like still doing like Habitat for Humanity. And he's like about to die every single day. Carter or something. Carter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If I could be that dude, but like for farms and homesteads, dude, that would be an amazing life. That would be like, you made it. Like, that's the level of success that I want.
0: That's, that's the whole idea behind setting up our network is getting mm-hmm. to do the work now, um, do the heavy work, and then it's just maintenance work, but then it's it kind of runs itself. And uh, building in those uh, redundancies, uh, we kind of plan on hopefully in the end. And, it, and this is like all, if it goes this way, like it's all so in flux right now with uh, just so many different moving parts that and i'm okay with that like it's hard to push anything it's hard to um it's hard to present anything but i got to wait like i have to wait till some things fall in place before i make those decisions so i'm kind of keeping it open uh and yeah we were one year minimum and now we're kind of like let's get that property and see um just for that security of having a place to go and then maybe we take off from there it all really i think it depends on what we get out of our place and yeah that's
1: and yeah you're in a little bit different situation because like you don't want to be in minnesota anymore like uh, what i always tell people is like negative 30 in minnesota is a lot different than negative 30 here because it's dry cold it doesn't hurt your face like like damn that's cold but like it doesn't like (laughs) sting your face like Mm-hmm. This sucks. So yeah. we, we'd we like to stay, like at least hold on to the property. Um, just if nothing else. So so when we, we were talking just before the show, you know, the realtor was like, you could have a crap load of money for your place. And like, mm, that's tempting. But if we ever want to have a place in this valley ever again, we're not going to be able to afford it. Uh, you know, just people are just moving in. Like, so the Bitterroot Valley it used to be called poverty with a view like that was because I mean, it's just like, you don't have to go that far to be able to see like how people really live around here. I mean, it's like burned out trailers and like junkyards of trailers and half finished trailers. And I mean, there's like, there's still like nice houses and then there's like really nice houses, but let's not turn a blind eye to, you know, all these people that could afford just the land at the time and, lived in basically a shed and moved. eventually moved a you know single wide onto the property um, sounds fantastic point. to me <laughs> actually it kind of does as <laughs> long as really it's abilated. not as long as it's not you know next to like a highway uh oh, yeah <laughs> so so we gotta we gotta finish up the house get it prepared to airbnb i'm we're we're almost positive that's what we're doing um, is doing the Airbnb like it's riskier, but right. it's again you get to hold on to this asset, and it's gonna subsidize like f- for the time being, farm hop life right going forward. So
0: yeah, it's uh it's a it's a game changer too when you're not there and it's available three sixty five. Like Mm -hmm. it's when you have that Airbnb that you're renting on weekends or stuff like that, or it's limited, you're kind of really you're scrambling to make that mortgage payment covered and some income. But when it's 30 days and you can charge a quarter of your mortgage payment for a weekend, it's like, well, now we're now we're talking about something. So, Mm -hmm. Yeah, we absolutely we considered the renting thing and I just I don't think I want the headache. But then again, we're in two different in two different situations where we don't want to come back here. Like this right. isn't something we want. So if we can just cash out and move on. But if I did, if, if I wanted to keep this property up here and it was anything that I wanted to ever move forward with again. Yeah, I, that Airbnb rental thing that that makes sense. And and so that's kind of that's kind of the um uh, that's kind of the income you're, you're rolling for uh, when you start on the road. Are you yep. looking to monetize the help or are you just looking for giving help in exchange for a place to to park? What's, so, what's kind of your model there?
1: Both. Um, so, given, so how, how woofing works if nobody, nobody knows is typically they give you room and board and, Two to three meals a day, and you like you don't get paid. Well, if we already have a place to live, the RV, maybe just have hookups or whatever. But we're going to set it up to boondock as well. Um, if they don't have hookups, but if they do, and they're like, as long if you can figure out how to hook up to this, pedest- this pedestal, like all yours, like hey, I I'm an electrician, I can do that. I want
0: to do that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'll just jerry rig it, bypass the meter, and. <laughs> Yeah. Um, So the issue is going to be, can you provide enough value for work? If you do like if they do give us like any uh, protein or produce for four mouths, right? So instead of doing it, like just just for me, like back in my early 20s, when I really didn't know anything, You know, that was one thing. Now, like like I've expanded my skills, but I have, you know, four mouths to feed. Am I bringing up enough value for them to be like, okay, you can stay here for like and do 20, 30 hours worth of work and anything beyond that, you know, food, maybe some cash. Um, And if, you know, if they're like, hey, you know, uh, you put in your 30 hours worth of valuable, valuable labor you know i got a buddy down the road that could use some help uh he'll pay you blah 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 an hour cash crypto silver whatever right. uh i ground beef literally all that stuff's valuable
0: to uh to get at xyz done so yep. yeah i'm a hustler same thing just yeah willing to do whatever um and that's kind of that homestead consulting, uh, area that, and it kind of lines up with what you're doing is yeah, I'll come. I can, I can tell you what I've done. I can help you build something. I can give you advice from what I know. Like I'm not an expert. Like I don't ever claim to be an expert. I do claim to have done it and done it my way. And I can tell you if it worked or not. And the things I would do different, uh, so I think that's valuable. Uh, the mm-hmm. the hands on. I'm never. I'm never gonna bullshit you if I don't know. I'm gonna tell you. I, I don't know, man. Like I exactly. never claim to know everything by any means. I know a lot of shit. Like I've done a lot of different jobs. I've talked to a lot of different people. Bartending to me like filled my head with so many different interests and so many different things, um, and so many different people that I talked to. That I would go home and then in my off time I would look up the stuff they were talking about, and so it was just like this constant filling my head with all these different things. So uh-huh. it makes it, it, it multi valued, like you have uh, with the the experience and and whatnot coming onto the property, being able to do different things and and help different people that way. So yeah, yeah I think I think you're you're definitely on the right track there. So uh, I hope so. <laughs> There'll be like
1: other little ways to. I've got ideas to like monetize farm hop life. I actually thought it might be kind of cool if maybe like once a month you and I like got together and like recorded like some brainstorming, like, oh, what if we did this? Like money-making thing on the road. Like
0: that'd be kind of fun. Sure. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm always looking for other stuff like that. Um, so what are you More doing content. right
1: now? More content.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what it is. Um, I, I was tired of talking about the internet. I'm finally to a place where I can upload as many... F- fucking videos as I want because it doesn't take four hours um yeah I dumped my internet and the day I was doing it I was doing speed tests uh the day that I was canceling it and it was like 1.1.1 meg uh download and a 0.3 meg upload like how are you supposed to have a content creation business with internet speeds like that (laughs) like when I'm blown away I got Four meg download now on my cell internet at yeah. my house right now and it's like holy shit it's like lightning and people are talking about 100 meg internet i'm like what does that even look like
1: <laughs> right what do you do with all those megs do you even know what to do with all the megs
0: oh <laughs> uh, yeah Seed so...
1: torrents or something i guess
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah I'd, be, I'd be running nodes and all sorts <laughs> oh yeah dude
1: <laughs> really
0: uh, so what are you doing now? Like what are, what are, what, what kind of, what do you got going on now to help, to help people and to uh, work with others and kind of, and uh, yeah, what do you, so you're, you're a year out ish year and year and a couple months out of when you want to take off. Um, What's the plan for the meantime?
1: Yeah. So um, I gave my official notice my last day, unless something happens, I'm gonna I'm giving them to at least April first, 2023, and that's not like a cruel April Fools' joke for like.
0: <laughs>
1: that's that's actually that's gonna me. happen. That's just how it you should.
0: You should show oh, up on just, the second and be like.
1: <laughs> what did you? What do you mean? I'm here to work. Yeah, that's just that's just a, how, how it works. In the out. parking
0: lot, and they're like, "Wait, are you serious? That was the longest running April Fools' joke we've ever seen. It was over uh, a year."
1: I am not that cool. I'm not about to give the owner a heart attack.
0: <laughs> That'd be
1: great. <laughs> uh, that might, I might kind of. that would be a fun prank. That would. To speaking of content, you know, I I could do that for content. Yeah, yeah. Uh. So so what we're doing right now, you know, I'm just um, I have a very structured uh interview, like I you know talking to talking to homesteaders and farmers you know my interviews that can explain things like things that work, things that don't work, it's okay to fail and tips for a successful homestead and home life um i i ask guests to share things that have worked, successes and failures because one people can look at the successes like oh that breed of pig worked for them that's interesting or like this breed of pig didn't work for them or so and that it's okay to fail because i think that's really where a lot of people have hesitancy like i want chickens but what if they all die like the, it's more, not that hard you, you yeah, get more, get more. You get
0: something else
1: <laughs> i've got a black thumb gardening like just if if gardening is what you, like i know it's super discouraging when like you just you know kill everything but Try a different method, keep trying. Like if that's something that you want to do, keep pushing it, keep trying. And so, um, you know, and I'm helping helping other people promote their stuff. Like I had a had a lady on that um she she makes goat soaps and lotions like out of goat milk. Oh, okay. Um they're not for goats, It's made from goats. <laughs> uh and part of what's cool about her setup is that so she has a 11 or 12 year old son that's almost nonverbal, like autistic. Oh, and wow. yeah, but once she got chickens on the property, just starting her homestead, he became a little bit more verbal. And then when they brought goats onto the property, he bu- he became even more verbal. And like she goes to hear a nonverbal, your nonverbal kid say. I love you to their goat. Like that was just like so powerful for them. Like we're doing something right here. And so uh, I think 10% of her proceeds go to a specific autism. Like I think it's a college fund, I think. Like, uh, yeah, so that's pretty cool. And like, yes, I'm going to give you as much business. I'm going to push as much business as I can your way. And so we're actually going to be doing like a video for her kind of like, hey, check out like this soap and this lotion that we got from Kaylee. She um, you know, this is her story and whatnot. And, and like it's actually good stuff. Like it's super you can tell like the quality of her materials because she works super hard to um to locally source everything. So cause she's she's using it. She's putting on her kids, like she's giving it to like her grandma to like treat her eczema and stuff. Oh, am I allowed to say treat? Wait, don't don't get (laughs) me FDA.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's it's nuts like what you can say. Like I was talking to somebody and they're like, they're like, Oh, you can't really say that online. I'm like, why? Like, what do you mean? Oh, well, you can't say that it does this or that. I'm like, but it does. (laughs) <laughs> right, I put the comfrey salve on the mosquito bite, it goes away. <laughs> like, I'm not saying right. like it will work for you, I'm saying it worked for me. <laughs> yep, but yeah. yeah that's that's really cool with the with the son like that. Uh, in a couple of weeks, uh, I already did my uh, recorded interview for my on call week uh, with Robert Ralston, and he's got a nonverbal uh, autistic son, and wow, yeah, the conversation is fantastic. I don't want to spoil anything we talk about, but sure. um, yeah, it's definitely different, a different mindset of homesteading and prepping and and stuff like that when you're dealing with something outside that. and it would really kind of open my eyes. and I'm excited to go um, like you are to different and see different people. And even if we're not doing the consulting thing, I'm building this network of people around the country that I can swing by and see be close enough stay at their property or stay somewhere close and meet these people in real life and see what they got going on and experience different things, um, learn different techniques, but also see what other people are struggling with. And, um, and successful with, and then that's exciting for me. Is yeah. Just that's exactly
1: book. what I'm trying to do. It's like almost do a T exact. Cause like sometimes all people need is just like a dumb pair of hands. Like, can you pound T posts? Yeah, I can pound T posts. <laughs> like, yep. can you swing a and, hammer? I can swing a hammer.
0: If somebody, if somebody had sent me an email and said, Hey, do you want me to come by and, and drill uh 40 post holes for your fence? This afternoon, while you're at work, I'd have been like, "Yeah, let me spray paint where to put them. You dig them, and I'll even set the posts and fill them back in. As long as somebody's right. out there digging those holes while I'm doing something else, that would have been invaluable to me. Oh, can I stay Absolutely. on your property and will you feed me dinner every night for doing it? You're fucking right, I will. <laughs> <laughs> and you right. might be staying here longer because I got a lot of shit to get done, and I'm gone seventy hours a week or sixty hours a week at my full time job.
1: That's yeah, that's 100 percent the idea what we're going for, because um, I don't I don't want to see others fail like that. That kind of breaks my heart when people are just like, I'm throwing in the towel. I'm done homesteading like, man, we needed you like y- you may not realize it. We need you like the whole homestead farming, gardening community. We need everybody here to help support others, promote that you know promote that lifestyle like you can grow your own food and like not this fake crap that you see on like instagram hmm. where it's like you know they're super polished you know in like completely perfect homestead where like she's out there in like a sundress picking tomatoes every morning and the like the sun's just that's, perfect that's, that's not coming what it up.
0: looks like at your place <laughs>
1: Hell no, dude. And I got like the one of the best views, right? And like, dude, I have, I have garbage. It's not really garbage. It means it's it looks like garbage. Like I have a use for it somewhere for something at some time. <laughs> it's everywhere. Like yep. it, like it's. I got a lot of cleanup to do before uh, before we peace out of here. But um,
0: yeah, that's what like, that's what we're doing right now. I finally got the dumpster in and and just like. I have value on this stuff, but no one else does like somebody right. might. Uh, it's, it's really this weird situation. Do I just want to empty it and sell it as is that blah, 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 or leave some of the valuable things uh, that somebody else won't have to accumulate uh, as far as tools and stuff like that. And uh, I, I was drafting my, I've been drafting my for sale by owner for like Craigslist and stuff. When mm-hmm. I, when I'm ready to start having people come up and look and, that you said it, Instagram homestead. Like that's that that line or that sentiment is definitely in there. That this is a homestead. It was a running, working homestead that we only had garbage pickup every other week. One can. Like you're running a business. You're getting all this stuff in from Amazon. We're getting all this stuff in for seed and like uh, microgreens and all this stuff. And what the fuck do you do with all the packaging? Because right. my garbage only comes every other week you know how much fucking garbage i have in 14 days (laughs) like i try to burn off some of this but it's like i don't like burning the plastic shit when the black smoke's coming out and you're it's just like i don't like doing that um i like to try to recycle it i like to try to get rid of it somehow responsibly let's (laughs) recycle yeah
1: we don't have recycling pickup here we don't either
0: we don't either i think we actually have to pay for it (laughs) like they make you pay for it. So like I don't I don't necessarily want to burn the stuff cuz it's just bad. That's just fucking bad. Um yeah. I worked I worked in that industry for a while. I know how bad it actually is when you burn off that plastic. Sure. Um and so yeah, it's just this I don't want to send it to the landfill. Like I I'm a nature mm. guy. Then I got a pile of fucking furniture down in the woods or paneling that when we did the the rip out of the house and we didn't get a dumpster, that stuff could get burned. But it's it's so fucking busy here. I don't have time to stand around on a Saturday and tend a bonfire to get right. rid of some wood. You know what's OK? It's sitting down in the woods doing nothing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah as long as it's nothing but wood or like compressed cardboard or wood pulp oh, right or right whatever. it's not yeah, chemicals
0: yeah. leaching it's not shit like <laughs> that it's, yeah it's just like let it break down it'll eventually just deteriorate and but yeah the listing is going to be like this is not your instagram homestead you're not going to show up here and the chicken coop is perfectly clean and this yeah no no, it's, but it's funny you, know you bring that
1: up because my parents are here last weekend and we were talking about like, you know, things we got to do to prepare the, the home for Airbnb. And I'm like, yeah, that, that shed looks kind of junky. I don't know. At the very least, I might move it to like a different part of the property. And my dad's like, we well, were tearing down the chicken coop, aren't you? I'm like, no, it looks kind of cool. Like it's, I, I intentionally did it like rustic looking mm-hmm. and it was also all free material. And he's like, well, that thing looks kind of junky. Nah, nah, chicken coop stayed. I don't care if it looks junky. Like, it's part of being out in the West. Like, like it's yep. not actually old, but it looks old. So,
0: Yeah, mine is. Mine's like the old uh, metal build- tin building put up probably in the 70s, 80s, I'm guessing. Um, and I just refinished it. And like you said, free materials, whatever plywood I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, for my roost, I just walked out in the woods and cut cut branches that would work. Like I took the time to find one. Okay, this one's the right kind of shape, and yeah, just threw it together like that. I've had like fourteen different types of nesting boxes down there because I experimented and went through them all, and and so it's just yeah, it's just a bunch of stuff. <laughs> it's like like you just have
1: stuff. <laughs> yep, you just got stuff, and like it's interesting. You were talking about you know do like tools that you're keeping that you have uh-huh. to bring, that you're bringing with you. And I'm like thinking, do I bring my chap saw? Do I bring my table saw? What do I do with it? Do I keep it here? Do I store it? Do I bring it with me? Cause like, yep. you know, that table saw, like, yeah, it folds up, but it's like, you know, two foot by two foot by two foot, all even still all folded up. You know, that's a lot of real estate in the bed of the truck and, you know, it ain't going in the camper. Right. Right so yep. just like little things like that
0: we contemplated like keeping a four-wheeler and a bunch of the larger tools and all that stuff and getting like um, a shipping container or a storage mm-hmm. unit or something like that and then we're like will we really come back to minnesota to get it will it be worth the time so you figure a couple hundred bucks for a table saw you get one used it's cheaper chop saw mm-hmm. four-wheeler all this stuff you, you're looking at like five grand six grand worth of stuff and now we're down in Tennessee now I got to figure out how to get it I got to come back and get it or wherever we end up maybe it's New Mexico like now I got to come back and get it it's been sitting in a storage shed it's like fucking sell it and buy it buy it new or used or if I actually need it rent it or whatever so yeah we struggled with that for a while and once I let go and I'm like I don't care Once it was moving into the camper that really did it that flipped the switch for me because Corey moved in she moved all her stuff in that she wanted to take she's she's been very proactive on this and I've been kind of more slowly figuring out exactly what I want. Um, And so she moved in I moved out there like we were living there, but I was still sleeping in the house taking a shower in the house all my stuff was in the house. (laughs) Excuse me. And uh, I realized I don't need shit. <laughs> like i was so happy with nothing like and so just figuring out what clothes i need and what limited tools and i think being a mobile technician has really helped me with that because i work out of sure, a van I mean, all the time so sense. my my uh ratchet wrenches i have two wrenches that have eight wrenches and like just that kind of stuff i've, I've really developed a, a knack for finding those multi-use tools and and mm-hmm. so yeah getting down to getting down to nothing and just and once you flip that switch and getting rid of it and uh i think it was chris prater at jack's the last one, uh, jack's workshop where he was live streaming the presentations and he was like anything under 100 bucks i just throw it away or donate it and i'm like <laughs> yeah we we rolled that number back down to 50 because i just don't 50 bucks is 50 bucks um but uh yeah it's it's 50 at this point like i'll be i'll just be plowing through getting rid of stuff and i'm like it, can I list it for fifty dollars? No, it goes yeah. either in the in the dumpster or in the donate pile. <laughs>
1: it sounded like you said donut pile, and I was like, "Oh yeah,
0: yeah, the donut pile, <laughs> the pile of
1: donuts that you keep around."
0: <laughs> oh, so what else? What else? You got anything else you want to kind of rap about, or uh, any any questions for me? You said you had questions for me, like you were interested in what I was doing. Uh, um, but...
1: Yeah, but I'm wondering if I should save them for my
0: show. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I've definitely come on chat again for there sure. There was, that was,
1: there was one thing I wanted to, to rap about. Just, just, have you ever seen the movie They Live? No. Nope. By, um, oh man, now I'm going to blank on the director's name. I think it was like John Carter or something. I don't remember. Um, anyways, it's like, it's like a weird, it's like a, it's like a weird eighties. It's got, rowdy roddy piper in it
0: actually actually i think i have now okay
1: yeah so like he puts on like the magic sunglasses or whatever and can like see the world for how it actually is type of thing you know everybody everybody like kind of uses like the matrix analogy to explain like this you know the world that we live in like you're plugged in the matrix man and you know but i like i like to think of the world we live in As, (laughs) uh, as <laughs> as uh more like they live than the Matrix well one because the movie's weird and life is pretty weird and <laughs> yeah. two uh I want a good reboot, not like this crappy reboot because the movie' like it, it it could be polished a little bit and it could be a great movie, not just like a you know a cult classic right um so like you know you throw on you know when they when uh rowdy roddy, yeah, Rowdy Roddy Piper throws on the on the sunglasses for the first time, and you see like the aliens. You're like, it's startling at first, and like that's how it actually is, like in life, because like you know you put the sunglasses on, and you're like, man, my money doesn't mean anything, my labor's barely worth anything, um just like all these, you know, my health, it's health insurance, health care, like they don't really give a shit about like your health care, you know. The food I better, eat better is trash.
0: You, it's better to keep you sick.
1: Yeah. So so you know, you can take those sunglasses off anytime and go right back into the system. Like, you know, I'm I'm gonna do my part, I'm gonna vote, whatever. Whatever you can. Like, you can. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, some end. people like you know, the whole uh oh, this is scary. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back in. You can you can take those sunglasses off anytime, but if you remember also in that movie. When he, he has the sunglasses on and he walks into the convenience store and he sees the TV on the wall, and the president is one of them alien things, mm-hmm. and he just starts laughing. That's how I feel now. Like everything is funny to me. Like the yeah. the money is funny to me, the banks are funny to me, politics are hilarious. Like, this is this is where I want to be, like mentally. And yeah. people people will fight you like if you try to put those sunglasses on, they'll fight you just like in that scene. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's like a five minute fight scene just to put some sunglasses (laughs) on a dude's face. Uh, Yes. Open your
0: eyes. Like I stopped, I stopped at like, I, I went to a kind of a philosophy. Like I do this show. I do my daily show. I do my YouTube channel. And if somebody asks me, then I talk to him. Yeah, it's different. I don't, I don't ev- evangelize at all anymore. I did. Like, when I had that awakening, Jack talks about it all the time. Like, you go through these stages where you're the evangelical because you found out something new. And no, it's it's it, it's been a long time. There's a lot of people before you. And then you get to a point where you just want to be a resource for somebody. And, mm-hmm. like, put your shit out there, not in an aggressive way. Like people are free to listen to my shit if they want or turn it off or not listen to it or run it down. I don't really care like anyway. Uh, But yeah, if they reach out to me and say, well, what are your opinions? I'll tell them. And you got to be prepared to hear it too, Mm -hmm. because I don't, I don't try to put anything. I don't try to put rose colored glasses on shit or um, try to make you feel better about what you think. Like, I don't care what you think you're allowed to think whatever you want. I'll just tell you what I think, and then you can make your decision if you want to stay with what you're doing or maybe change a little bit. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that uh, I can't take those glasses off anymore. I'm to a right. point where, like you said, it's, right, it, it's, it's a delicate beginning where people start seeing things, and they're like, huh, and they can either pull on that string or just cut it off and trim it off and go back to just being what it is. But once you pull that one string, that shit falls apart, man. Like, mm-hmm. and the more strings you pull, and I've got to a point where I don't even look anymore. Like, I just I know it's all fucking bullshit across the board. Yeah. It's all tied together. And I can't do anything about it. But what I can do is get my camper ready and meet a bunch of people that that think similarly enough that I feel comfortable around them. And meet those people, build networks, find some place to take care of myself and take care of my wife and whatever animals we have and just forget about it, like control what I can and just ignore it and laugh at it. Like you said, it is funny and it's so, it's so asinine, the stuff that comes out of it that you're just like, what, really? Really? Yeah. Really? How can you say that? Like. I questioned my sanity for a long time during the whole COVID shit um, Same. that people were like saying stuff. And I'm like, wait, 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 what? Or like my wife, I think I mentioned it before that, that uh, on the day that she she pulled up the COVID report. She works for a hospital. She doesn't go mm-hmm. in anymore. She's full of remote. But she has to follow all the, or she gets all the news uh, updates and all that shit and policy updates. And like she got a, a report that said there was one, one COVID positive patient in the hospital. One in the whole hospital. This is in the suburbs of Minneapolis. It's not like a rural hospital with 20 people in it, it's like a fucking suburban hospital. One person. And on the same day, she got a notice that now people that got the, the vaccine um, uh, uh, waiver she did have to wear a mask and a face shield. What you've one patient in the fucking hospital and you're going from a mask, which is absolutely stupid to a mask and a face shield. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like how, how can a logical person. And I really wonder, it made me really question some people that I had respect for that. I thought were kind of like intelligent people when, you talk to them and they say it and you're just like, dude, what? Really? How I like I thought you could like, especially in my career, like you work with people that are problem solvers. Like we're technicians, we're figuring shit out. Like you can think think stuff through and troubleshoot stuff. And mm-hmm. the stuff that I would hear out of them, it's like, are you not it just goes in and it just sticks in there? You don't think about all the stuff like that. Or is it just your work that you think like that? Like because my brain's always trying to figure shit out. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, so it's yeah, yeah. It's really
1: funny when people you know they're like tuned into the news like up to a hundred when you're talking to them about something and they'll can like contradict themselves like within the same breath. Oh yeah. Like it's like they're they're oh. so close to
0: <laughs> get there. Like, I'm 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 like, good for picking at them, like getting them, egging them on, and pushing them in different directions. Because like sure. I know you can tell the political affiliation of whoever you're talking to, especially when they're switched on to the news, and you just like hear that first talking point. And you're like, oh, yep, Fox guy, Oh, uh, uh, MSNBC guy, and then I'm so in the middle and kind of checked out, but I I keep it on my radar enough just so I can interact with people because otherwise what do i like i'm in the public eye once once i'm in the private world of kind of homesteading and that type of community i'll just switch totally off but right now i have to interact with people so i gotta Mm kind of know something going on um yeah i just i just pick those strings like they start going down their line and i'll just casual comment just to throw them for a loop and they just kind of what And then just keep going, plowing straight ahead. And like, I'm just trying to get them to maybe have a fucking connection in their head and go, huh, maybe I should look into this. They're not trying to change hearts and minds. I'm just trying to maybe have a little flash of a light bulb, even if it burns right out.
1: (laughs) Sure. And if you, that's why I got to have the attitude of everything's funny. Because if you don't have like a positive, at least like amused attitude to, like this shit will like you know it'll crack you like mm-hmm. you know you gotta have that attitude of, like <laughs> i was very sucks, angry but in this a is funny for
0: for quite a while uh yeah, when i red
1: that's easy to fall into a hundred percent
0: very angry i felt uh i felt um lied to and kind of manipulated and violated and all down the board were all these weird emotions that like, yeah, I was like, what the fuck? And then I'm like, am I, am I making it up in my head? Like, am I crazy? Have I fucking lost my mind? Because this is just, this is too much mm-hmm. all at once. And then as I kind of just stepped back and I was like, okay, calm down. It's not, it, it isn't personal. They didn't target me to fuck my world up it's everybody so okay stop being full of yourself and look and look at the big picture and figure out what you can do about it now that you're like i don't want to participate so yeah i did go through quite a it was probably like six months or a year i would guess where i was just like angry at everything and then i would see something else like we started in with like the the big pharma and some, some scripts that Corey was on and stuff like that yeah and then food and down the line and as every all those dominoes started to fall i just get angrier and angrier how could they fucking do this to people how could they fucking do this to people and then i'm like they're gonna keep doing it so i might as well just figure out how to be me and not deal with it yep (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly yeah so i don't know man like uh i got shit to do today you got shit to do today yep
1: absolutely i'm gonna tear apart my uh water filtration system and redo it so
0: that's yeah i got all the parts yeah. <laughs> I, I got uh, <laughs> content to do and uh cleaning and and yeah ramping shit up but we kind of come up here on a half hour and a half um you want to tell people where they can find you where they can check you out um i have your links in the show notes but uh shout it out there tell them where what you got going on what you got coming up uh where they can find you and and what to look for
1: yeah so you can go to farmhoplife.com i just redid the homepage this morning to make it look look nice uh and so you can you can find us like more about us there um link to link to the youtube i do have a uh a request for people if they could subscribe to my YouTube. So I hit that 300 subscribers. So it automatically uploads to Odyssey. That would be awesome because that is that is a pain to do manually. I actually stopped because like one upload would take like a day and a half or something. So Mm -hmm. uh, if please you can. I don't even care if you don't like have me. If you don't (laughs) if you don't watch my videos, fine. Like, please just help me get my stuff backed up uh, somewhere where, else. I'd, where are you at right that.
0: now? How many are you at right now?
1: Like sixty, I think.
0: Ah, yeah, we'll push it. We'll get there. That
1: would be awesome. I I really appreciate that. I got uh, I so, do I do
0: a week worth of well, four days worth of promo after this. So yeah, I'll push it. I mean, my whole huge audience. I'll get you a couple. <laughs> we'll get you. I up appreciate to that. To
1: me. <laughs> I take it. It's closer. Yeah. I'm yeah, yeah,
0: struggling with those those YouTube numbers, too. We're pushing to that next... like the I signed up for Odyssey long enough ago that they uh, just automatically did it. It didn't matter what you oh, had. Nice. Like you could just turn it on, and then, uh, yeah, it just kind of grandfathered in, so that was cool. But yeah, we're pushing that, looking for that 1,000, and we're at 570, and I'm like, looking at that, holy shit, it took this long to get to 570. I got half as far to go, so right. I definitely get that YouTube, but uh, come on. Really? I don't even need you to watch. Just, just be that subscriber. <laughs> yeah. She's turn off down.
1: notifications. That's fine. I will not bother <laughs> you if you don't want me to. I'm not gonna say hit that bell. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: So YouTube, float. You're a float guy, right?
1: Yep. I'm on there a little bit. Um, I got a podcast. I'm active on Twitter and Instagram, MeWe, uh, all the all the good stuff. I actually, I'm on TikTok a little bit too. So
0: I signed um, up. I I just can't get into it. I mean, Corey, it's a a good time suck.
1: It's a once they figure out your little algorithm, it's an awesome time suck. Like they got that nailed down to where they will take up your whole day if they if you let them.
0: Weird. Last night, uh, Corey and I were. uh, It was kind of like Friday night. We got the camper slides open, and it was kind of crappy weather. And we had some dinner. We're like, let's just chill for tonight because this weekend is just going to be stupid busy. And I think we watched TikTok for three hours <laughs> on her phone. Like I wasn't even yeah. watching it. <coughs> she, excuse me. She had her phone over in her chair and I'm sitting kind of next to her. And she'd be like, check this one out and turn her phone. And then it kept getting more and more and more that she would turn her phone because I think they were dialing it in. Mm-hmm. And after about all of a sudden I look up the clock, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> was just i felt dirty i was like oh i gotta work extra hard this weekend because that was just that was stupid i feel dumber but there is there's some useful information on there like there's definitely people that you can learn from that you can laugh about laugh with Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah it's just that teeter-totter getting sucked in for way too long
1: (laughs) yeah i did want to mention at the end of the show here it's uh you talk about like you know working hard and create like you it's very obvious how like, well, you prepare for these things. Um, and, you know, to be able to produce like a good show, like it's, it's quite noticeable. So I, like I, I hope to be this. as good as you and in, in getting in, like being prepared for this. And, you know, my outros just absolutely suck. I never know what to say. Like,
0: uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. I have it written down. Like Me too. I and I still suck just- at it yeah, I just finally wrote it down and I'm like, it's the same thing every time, but you know what? It's consistent because otherwise I just stumble like our videos, when we first started making videos uh, for the homestead, we'd get to the end and I'd be like, okay, well, see ya or <laughs> yep. hey, have a good day or like yeah. so, it's so awkward and half the time I'd end up just cutting the video off before I said it so it just didn't sound stupid and it would just end <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> much better, yeah
0: Oh God, it's, it's tough. It's tough for sure. But, uh, I definitely appreciate that. You, you do fine, man. You do. Thanks. You do you. That's, that's kind of where I worried about it for two years, like back and forth. Like I didn't have the internet to do it. So like there, I do have that excuse, but it was more of, um, what are people going to, what are people going to think? And now I just don't care. <laughs> I just do, I do me. If I get, if I got a hundred people that want to watch it, fine. If I get a thousand people, if I get 5,000 people, like whatever, I'm just kind of putting it out there. Um, You're doing people a favor. Like you never know, you never know that one person that listens to you that makes a change in their life. So if it's one person, it's, it's one person. That's cool. It's worth it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh, for you, it's, it's me. So you got that going for you. I got my one. I got got my one. one. I'm good.
0: I'm good, no, but Should've yeah, done. man, I definitely appreciate you coming on, and uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to come on chat with you on your show too, and uh, we'll de- we'll definitely keep uh keep that uh, collab thing in mind, uh, yeah. When I hit the road, or even even before we do, man, let's uh, let's figure out shit and and people that want to do this. Like, I, there's got to be more than us. Like, we didn't just Absolutely. randomly meet each other as the only two people in this country that want to do this, <laughs> like, right? Like uh, what's their name's
1: either. uh oh Scott I I
0: thought I had it in my
1: notes Scott Nicole I think
0: Oh yeah yep Yep, yep. Yeah. So, all right, man. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap it up here. I'll, I'm going to, I'll drop you off. I'll close up the show. And then if you want to hang out for a few minutes, I'll catch up with you and, uh, and let you know, when i get you the links and everything. So I definitely yeah, appreciate you being on and uh, everybody should go check out Matt at farm hop life. And uh, yeah, let's get those uh, YouTube numbers up to over 300. So hey, Matt, <laughs> it's been great. And uh, if you want to sign off and then I'll, and I'll drop you off, close this up.
1: All right. Sounds good. I appreciate being here.
0: All right, thank you. All right. I uh, had a great chat with Matt uh, when we started talking and I realized, and I put it all together that we were pretty much on the same path. I was super excited that he wanted to come on and, and chat. And yeah, I really enjoy talking to him and look forward to get on his show. Definitely go check out his stuff, subscribe, follow him on float. Um, yeah. I'm digging com free tomorrow. So, uh, if you want to get in on that order, get it in by uh, midday tomorrow. Uh, crypto, crypto, send me a direct message. We'll get you taken care of. Uh, otherwise, you can put it in on the website. And we do take cryptocurrency on the website with a 10% discount. Uh, just when you pick your payment method, use cryptocurrency checkout and that'll automatically come off. Oh, pick up some coffee, uh, clothes, yoga mats, all sorts of stuff. Cool t shirts, hoodies, uh, sayings on the back. Go check them out. See if there's something you want. Uh, I am going to be putting up some, uh, some package deals for the coffee uh, for going into the holiday season um, with father's day, mother's day might be a little late for mother's day at this moment, but uh, I might do father's day sale. We'll see. But uh, getting started packages, I think I might do a a package of some coffee and a grinder or coffee and a French press for those that uh, are uninitiated into the good coffee world. Uh, kind of a little starter pack, but anyway, it's been a great morning. I really appreciated mapping on. We'll wrap up here, get busy, uh, check out, uh, keep an eye out for that video, uh, walk around of getting back into the camper that I will probably be shooting in the next uh, half hour or so and, uh, get it up this weekend and yeah, catch up with you on Monday. As always, you can find me at the dot on float float, <laughs> Let me see. God damn it. Every time I click on that, I lose my notes. And like Matt and I said, I got to uh, I got to have it written down to close it out. Right. But you can find me at the dot com float, Twitch, Telegram, YouTube, Odyssey, Rumble, Gab, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Fountain FM to uh, to do that value for value exchange. I really appreciate you hanging out with us this morning and we'll catch back up with you on Monday.